Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. All right, there we go. Yeah. A little bit of uh, technical difficulties there getting started, but uh, we're on the right track now. That was Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar you were listening to. And that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in rainy, wet, cold Hooksit, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, basically wherever you can get your podcast. I'm Pastor Padrone, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Nick and Dave, Ooh. our producer. Paul is... Off tonight. He'll be with us on Monday uh, on our next show. This is our last Friday night show. It is, yes. This is our last Friday night show. Yep. We'll be we'll be heading back supposedly. To <laughs> well, don't say don't don't jinx it, David. Yeah, don't right? jinx it. Yeah, you know we had to we had some uh, staff uh, uh, changes that happened, and we had to move to Fridays. Then that got complicated. We finally figured everything out, and we're going back to Monday night. So starting this Monday, July 5th, we will be back on our regular Monday night routine, Monday night at 8 o'clock. You can watch us live on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, the audio podcast will be published the following Monday uh, at uh, 7 in the morning. So new episodes every week. Boom, boom. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited to not be doing this on Friday night. Well, I enjoyed it on Friday nights. Well, I, I enjoy it anytime yeah, I get to, I enjoy to hang out in any day of the week. It's a fun time. But I'm really happy that we're going to get the gang back together again. Mm. Not mm. that it wasn't, but because of the scheduled difficulties that we've been having at the shop and moving some things around and getting ready for 724, getting mm -hmm. ready for you know this 4th of July weekend and yep. you know what I mean, getting things ready for you know our big blues barbecue that's coming up on september 17th yeah. 18th 18th sorry um it's uh been a little you know we've been have to do the friday thing mm -hmm. but now that we're able to go back on mondays i am very excited to be sitting next to paul again on the show uh, not this monday not this monday i am going on vacation mm -hmm. uh yeah. tomorrow Don't, night yeah. on our first monday thanks on the first monday mm -hmm. well if we're you, back on you're, it, you're leaving Yep, yes, Fourth of July weekend. If you want, I could Skype in. That's definitely possible. I'd if rather can... have Talia Skype in. <laughs> we can do both. <laughs> we can multi Skype. Ouch! <laughs> I'll wear I'll wear a wig or something. Uh, uh well, I can be mm -hmm. Nicole. Uh, <laughs> Nicole, yes, you can, you can pull off Nicole. Oh my goodness! Well, uh, as we've already kind of hinted. Um, this is a special month. This mm -hmm. is 724 month, 
July is 724 month 724. and July 24th is officially 724 day at Twins. Get it? 724 is 724 day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As it should be. As it should be. And uh, this is a very special year, though, because this is the 15th anniversary of the release of 724 cigars under Kurt Kendall's yes. umbrella. And also our 24th anniversary. 24, 24, 24. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yes, Dave. Yeah. Yes. But that, that really doesn't have anything to do with 724 Day, other than the fact that Taurus, in the name of the cigar and a date in the month. Right? Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, so all month long, we are going to be looking at some of Kurt's um, 724 cigars in our of the show. And we are starting off with one of the new releases. Uh, this came out last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Torpedo of the Hustler. And it has a Brazilian Montevina wrapper, an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper as well. You can see it's barber pulled. So you get two wrappers this time. Costa Rican binder and Nicaraguan fillers. It is a torpedo, six and an eighth inches long with a ring gauge of 52. And uh, Nick, you want to talk a little bit about the Woodford Reserve, 724 Woodford Reserve that we're pairing for this? Sure. Barrel Select 724 uh, edition of Woodford Reserve. Um, That's all I know about it, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, <laughs> coming prepared, I see. I I was not uh, advised to bring uh, epilogue. For, um, well, there you go. There you go. This is a uh, um, when it says barrel select, Kurt or Kendra, depending on who it is, yep. gets to go to a smooth pepper in the retro hail, mm. which is very very good too. Subtle, but it's there. Mm-hmm. But that creaminess, enrich. It's like a rich creaminess mm-hmm. with the with the with the cigar, and it's really nice, really enjoyable. Now, for those of you who um, may be new to the Seven Twenty Four brand and Kirk Kendall's uh, bringing back that brand from the dead, um, let me give you a little bit of the history of Seven Twenty Four. Uh, you know, there were other people, you know, like Henry Ford and stuff. They would kind of. Um, you know, take care of, you know, we'll do this so that the taxes go down. Mm-hmm. He wasn't all that big into that, I guess. He just wanted to pay his taxes. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't the richest guy. He wasn't making the most money in America. Yeah. But he happened to be the guy who was paying the most. Wow. And um, uh, unfortunately, in 1962, once the Cuban embargo happened, that basically ended it. Oh. And the brand went kaput. Fast forward to 1997, Kurt Kendall... Uh, founded Twin Smoke Shop. Um, he has this love and passion for history, historic things, and it, certainly that goes into the cigar world. And he finds out that the 724 uh, brand is uh, something that he could bring back. He finds the guy who owns the rights to the brand, gets it from him, and boom. In 2006, 15 years ago, Kurt reintroduced the 724 brand to the world. And um, 
it's not been the same since. Uh, every line that Kurt has produced, starting with the uh, uh, original 724 line, yep. then there was the 1874, which referenced the year that the uh, uh, 724 was founded. Hustler was third. Yep. And then Factory 57, and then the WK, which is the latest release of his. Each of those lines, have, uh, just for fun, took a strip of Connecticut wrapper leaf that was laying there and wrapped it around the cigar and smoked it. And it was, it was almost like a joke, like, ah, oh, barber pole. And he smoked it and said, wow, this is really good. And so they made one for Kurt. He tried it, and he was like, yeah, this is what I'm looking for. Nice. And he wasn't looking to do a barber pole thing. Barber poles are not normally made, right. you know, for regular production. They can be a special thing, but to have a whole line of cigars based on a barber pole at the time, that was kind of a, a risky business. Mm -hmm. um, but it caught on, and here we are, you know, um, 2012 to now so what is that nine years yep yep and it's still going strong so very interesting story there oh yes mm -hmm. now <clears throat> while we're talking torpedoes torpedoes let me do a little bit of uh pastor padron's cigar confession here mm, okay and that'll lead into some discussion uh that i want you two to uh Chime jump in. in on Yep, and that is uh, when you smoke a torpedo cigar and you get ready to cut it, don't don't cut off the whole head. Don't cut off the whole thing and get back down to where the cigar is like, you know, the same <laughs> thickness as the body. The, you know, torpedoes, and you guys know this, they, they typically cost more. They do, yeah. They typically cost more than other cigars that are in a, a, a line that are of a similar size. And the reason is it's very difficult to roll that torpedo top. And so the more experienced rollers are actually paid more money to make these uh, torpedoes. And the whole point of the torpedo is to be able to enjoy a smaller ring gauge in your mouth but have a larger ring gauge cigar. And if you cut off the whole head you're lobbing off the whole reason you had to pay an extra buck for that cigar. Yep. And you're missing out on the experience that was intended by having that particular torpedo-shaped head on the cigar. So just cut a little bit off, cut how you want it, and enjoy it. Don't lob the whole thing off. Just, you know, get it to a... I, I took about, uh, I don't know, not even a quarter of an inch off the cigar. Yep. All right. Now, when you guys smoke, do you guys smoke torpedoes a lot? Uh, not a lot. Once in a while for me. Once in a while. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Um, Why is that? <coughs> you don't like dealing with sharp things. True. Um. A lot. A lot of cigars that that I that I will smoke. Placencias. Um. I'll go with the Almaforte. Um, the only ones that I'll get into is the... I love the Torpedoes from Kurt. The WK, the Hustler, um, and the Don Carlos number 2. 
Oh, and the Don Carlos number two. That's a great torpedo. I love that torpedo. Um, there's not uh, once in a while I'll have an Ashton Sovereign, mm -hmm. which is a torpedo. Yeah. Um, maybe a Nateno Bellicoso, which is okay. a small torpedo. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's it. Like I'm not not keen on it. I don't know. I've had a lot of bad experiences with torpedoes. Like they'd get uh, 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 blocked up or something like that, and I just can't. And then I ended up cutting too much off. So a lot of times I just stay to the ones that I'm used to or stay to the ones that I smoke all the time that I know that are, have no draw issues or anything like that. Because mm -hmm. you can run into a couple bad ones. It, it, they're handmade products. Sure. So it's going to happen. Um, but I've never had a bad experience with any of the Don Carlos's, um, any Sovereign from Ashton, um, any of the Bellicosas from Liga or Drew Estate for that matter. Um, so those are the ones that I kind of stay with. All the other uh, manufacturers that we have at the uh, the shop, they usually just go regular ring gauge. Mm -hmm. That's it. No torpedo, just a regular ring gauge cigar. Okay. Um, Dave, do you smoke torpedoes on any kind? Of, or is that a size that you would be willing to go to? Um, actually, the the torpedo is um, one of my favorite choices for the hustler. It's either that or the 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 new double corona uh-huh but the torpedo is um, my second favorite in the hustler line so torpedo in general dave torpedoes in general not so much no why is that um i feel like um it's just i i'm happier in like a corona size that's like my favorite size mm -hmm. uh but uh yeah okay i feel like the, the that's where the blends tend to pop from my palate Right. Okay. Now, here's the here's the next question here. When you do have a torpedo or a bellicoso mm -hmm. cigar, how do you like to cut? Well, for me, I cut it as short as possible. I take as little off the top as possible to mm -hmm. start with. And this is what I recommend to everybody that's grabbing one and asks me about cutting it. Um, I start as little as possible on the top mm -hmm. and if i don't like the draw then i'll cut a little bit more and maybe a little bit more i usually yeah, you don't can go... always cut more right you can't put back on so right. if you cut more off and, and where i see a lot of people which you you know you said earlier about cutting too much off mm -hmm. and then it starts to unravel because the the cap is kind of it twists all the way into that that tip so if you're cutting too much off it's gonna un eventually unravel on you and then you're gonna have a, a very bad experience so i cut off a little as i possibly can and see how the drawer is for me and if the if i cut off a little bit and the drawer is perfect or the drawer is good then i'll stay with that mm -hmm. if it's a little bit less than what i like i cut off just a little bit more and then i don't go anything past like a centimeter i i it, it, you're cutting into the wrapper at that point. Yeah. So I cut off a little bit as, as I possibly can where it's comfortable for me. And then from there, I will smoke the cigar. I will light the cigar up. Straight cut? V cut? Man, early days. V cut twice. twice so I know. Sean Sean does cut. that all mm -hmm. the time. I see that when he's, when he's, uh, that's like his signature, the X cut for mm -hmm. him. Um, never did the x cut i thought that would 
probably damage the cigar a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're smoking it for more than an hour. It, mm. Your saliva on that cap is just going to flare it out, and it's just going to be a mess. Yeah. So I stay away from the X-Cut. It, it's interesting to me, but I stay away from that. I, early days when I had torpedoes, um, when I smoked them, it was a V-cut. That's all I did was V-cut on a torpedo. I thought it was the best thing ever. Why? Um, because it cuts into the cigar versus cutting the the tip of the cigar off. Um, and like I said, if you're cutting too much of the tip off, mm-hmm. it's going to unravel on you. With the V-cut, you just one cut, and that's it. It's done. Um, so for me, it was just a one-and-done thing. It was the most logical thing at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's all I did. Now it's a straight cut on the on it because what you can do and what, for me, what I found out for me on my palate is if you're cutting a little bit off of it and you have a, a regular ring gauge cigar or a bigger cigar like um, uh, the LFT Andalusian Bowl because mm-hmm. that is a kind of a bellicoso torpedo tip, yeah. yep. you have all that, that smoke concentrating on that small point on your palate. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to be getting some really nice taste and there's some nice concentrated taste on there. So that for me has been kind of like my go-to. So I'll cut it straight now. Mm. Once in a while, I'll have a V cut. I'll do the V cut. I'll grab the V, but most of the time I have a straight cut. Um, I've kind of stayed away from the V's a lot, but just straight cut for me for now. Okay. All right. Dave, what about you? Um, you like a V cut? No, I used to. You I, used I pretty to. much straight cut like all the time. The only cigars that <laughs> I I V cut are um, like the um, the Neanderthal, the mm-hmm. flat the flat top. Yeah. Um, I you know, and I'll I'll probably cross cut that, but almost everything now I straight cut. What changed? Um, I just felt like it tasted better. You know, it was just it was hitting my palate more. I got a better draw. Um, but because you were huge into the V, yeah, yeah. No, I just no, I just straight cut. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, and now when you cut your torpedo, I like cutting it at a little bit of an angle because I like how it sits. You know, mm-hmm. in the in the, I like the mouth feel of it. I like mm-hmm. how it kind of sits, so the smoke comes out and you know, coats your tongue. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you guys do something similar like that? Uh, again, or once, just once in a blue. Straight? Uh, mostly straight. Sometimes I'll do a slanted cut. Uh, one of the gentlemen up at uh, the bar, Scotty the Watch, uh, mm-hmm. he smokes the Sovereigns every time he comes in. That's his cigar. That's his choice of cigar. Yep. And I see that you know, when I'm up at the bar changing out the barrels and stuff and I see the cigar that he has, it's always cut at a slant. And I asked him why. He told me he does that because it prevents the wrapper from coming off if you cut it too much. So that's pretty cool. That's cool. I have not heard, you know, I, I haven't heard that. Right. But, you know, uh, so I have no idea whether or not that's true. But at uh, a slant... From, from, a slant my, from my own experience, mm-hmm. the wrappers never come off right. when I've done that. There so you go. maybe there's something to it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I stopped. I stopped doing it a slant because I just. I, I don't know. I guess I was doing it wrong and I couldn't get a good draw, so I would end up just cutting it straight. So, 
you know, just a, just a tip, you know, just you a tip, just a tip, Dave. Um, if you are watching on something other than uh, YouTube, um, I'm going to read a comment here from Kurt on YouTube so that everybody knows. He says, uh, breaking news, a new 724 Hustler series will be introduced at the next weekend at the PCA trade show, Five and Dime. Five and Dime. A PCA exclusive. Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about that. That is going to be a, a another barber-pulled cigar, but it is a Maduro version. What? Of the cigar. What? Two dark wrappers. What? So it's like dark and darker. You're blowing my mind right now. What? And it is, it's a brand new thing just coming out. Detail. We'll be smoking that on the show soon, so I'm not going to say much more about it. But Can you tell me the blends? No. Oh, no. No man. proprietary. That's not fair. It's a, it's a big secret. Oh, it's a big secret? It's a big secret. Okay. Not really. I mean, Half Wheel published it. it oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, oh, I'll pull it up right now then. <laughs> nope, nope. Very true. But we're excited about that. Very happy for Kurt. And, My uh, God. The expanding of the line. And um, That's going to be a very interesting tasting cigar because mm -hmm. this is really good and it's got some really nice complexity it's smooth mm -hmm. it's not too overbearing and you know kurt is known for all the cigars that he produces for anybody to pick it up and smoke it whether you're right. a novice or an aficionado um and sit down upstairs and and enjoy it and i'm really interested on that is it going to be you know sit in between you know, your the core line where it has a Brazilian Montefina wrapper and the Factory Fifty Seven, which mm -hmm. is considered the full body smoke of the seven twenty four line. Is it you know, is it gonna over you know, is it gonna be more powerful than Well, let let me read the uh, half wheel oh, press release. Mm. Please right. enlighten me. Enlighten uh, this us. is out today. Uh seven twenty four adding the hustler five and dime as a PCA twenty twenty one exclusive. 724 Cigars announced its own cigar that is being offered exclusively to retailers who place orders at the upcoming 21, uh, 2021 PCA Convention and Trade Show. The 724 Hustler 5 and Dime is an extension of the company's existing The Hustler line. It will be offered in a single 6x52 Barber Pole Toro that uses Brazilian Habano and Mexican San Andreas wrappers. Whoa. Underneath the alternating wrappers are an Ecuadorian Sumatran binder and fillers from Esteli and Jalapa, as well as Pennsylvania. Whoa. Five and Dime is being rolled out at uh, Jesus Fuego's factory in Esteli, Esteli, Nicaragua. Dude, oh my God. It's going to be good. It has uh, an MSRP of twelve fifty per cigar and is limited to a thousand boxes of ten cigars. Um oh. and then uh, quote, in keeping with looking to the future while honoring our history, this limited cigar is named after the five and ten cent cigars that made seven twenty four a household name. Said that's the company that's nice. in a press release. Dark Robusto and Dark, robust, and easy to enjoy, the double Maduro barber pole five and dime continues the tradition of being famous for quality in every case, and the flavor is absolutely unequaled. Oh, so, nice. tell me that blend again. Tell me that blend again, please. Blend. Really? You yeah, I need to. I need to because I'm trying to taste the cigar, 
without smoking the cigar just by hearing that blend. Let tell me, me the blend, baby. Uh, let me tell it to you again. Please, nice and slow. A 6x52 Barber Pole Toro that uses Brazilian Habano and Mexican San Andreas wrappers. Oh, yes. Underneath the alternating wrappers are an Ecuadorian Sumatran binder and fillers from the Esteli and Jalapa regions of Nicaragua as oh, well Lapa. as Pennsylvania. Yeah, baby. So the cigar is going to be full body. It's going to be gritty. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be spicy. There's going to be some nice cocoa notes in there. Nice espresso notes in there. Sounds like it's it might probably going to be some. Sweetness this probably. Well, I said mm, sweetness. Sounds there. like it might have some tobacco notes. And it yeah, might have tobacco some tobacco notes. notes. I don't know why, but <laughs> um, oh man, and there's probably going to be some nice floral notes in there. Mm. Oh, I'm about to flip this it's table. It's going to be. It's going to be good. Oh damn. It's going to be good. I can't wait. I actually, sweet nuts. Sweet I actually nuts. saw Kurt smoking a sample of it. <gasps> you did not. Last night. You did not. What a tease. You did not. Kurt. And it looked Come good. Come on now. That's not fair. He should be. Right. You should be sharing. Being, you know. being the, you know. We're family. Being the uh, gentleman that I am. Yeah. I didn't ask him if I could take a draw off it. Oh, <laughs> I would have. Can I try that too, Kurt? <laughs> I, I promise I brushed my teeth I earlier. <laughs> I'm only slightly drilling. Uh-huh. Oh, my. That, no, but it looked good. That looked for good. me. The aroma smelled good. That for me mm -hmm. is... I'm very excited about that cigar. I'm very excited. I'm very excited in the... Just the combination of those tobaccos that he's using on that cigar, it, it's Kurt stepping it up. He yep. is, and I'm, I'm very excited, very excited to see how it goes. Now, all that aside, um, you know me, my own personal tastes, you know, lead to more medium to full-bodied cigars. Yep, that tends to be where I go. Um, Hustler, it does not fall within those parameters. It's a, you know. Straight medium, mm -hmm. maybe, and maybe you know a hair on the lighter side. I'd say you know I'd say light medium, yeah, ish. You light know what I mean? Medium ish. I mean, it gets it can get towards the center of medium, but it it doesn't really ever reach that. Uh, no, mm -hmm. no. You it's, know what I mean? It's it's kind of you know uh, doing a balancing act mm -hmm. on the line where light meets medium for me. Mm -hmm. Um. It's it's a little bit further down for me. Yeah, it, it with it it's it's complex and it's not. Yeah. I think the complexity in in the cigar itself is not making it a medium a solid medium body cigar. Yeah. I always would go to the, obviously the core line for that. Mm -hmm. This falls right underneath it. Right. Um, and with the Connecticut wrapper and the Brazilian uh, Brazilian wrapper on there, it with the the combination when you burn uh, when you're smoking it in the burn line, starts to you know go with each <laughs> each wrapper. It's just heaven, man. It's beautiful. The burn line goes with each wrapper. What does that mean? Well, when you're smoking it, the burn line starts to go, um, starts to burn the Brazilian and the Connecticut. So the, uh, yes, you're getting Once, both. Yeah. So the complexity there is, for me, like I said, it kind of uh, has that fine line between the light and medium body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we're close to being on the same page. Yeah. Would you agree, Dave? Yes. Yeah. 
I would. The lower end of medium. Lower but end not of like medium. low. Yeah, it's a medium yeah. minus. Yeah. Yeah. If you're uh, now, if you're looking for something a little bit more obviously than the WK, mm-hmm. if you want to get a little bit more I think complexity and a little bit more body in there and a little bit more strength, mm-hmm. this is definitely your your cigar. And if you're looking for a step up from you know your typical Connecticut, like a yeah. an Ashton or um, something like that, this this would be a, a nice step up mm-hmm. without getting too far out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's still it, great with a bourbon. It's a gr- and it's a very approachable cigar. Yeah. And the burn on this is flawless. Mm. The construction is great. Um, I know Kurt uses in tubo ro- rolling on his cigars so the draw is always almost always perfect mm-hmm. uh spot on and everything uh great great cigar um i'm thinking the woodford might be a little too much but the flavors really match yeah i think the, i think there might be a little bit too much body to the woodford for maybe this, but it's not it it's not it <clears throat> It's not so much that it's annoying. True. You, you know what? It's not too overpowering. <clears throat> right. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm enjoying the pairing a lot. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't call it great. Hmm. Hmm. You, you're thinking mm-hmm. it's great. Hmm. I. It's hard for me to say anything other than great. Yes. <clears throat> Know. Yes, it's it's good. That was good. It, That's another word. It's yes. Um, it's very good. Um, yep. I think <laughs> it would. Bo- I think. I think, I think in if terms we of good, very good, and great, very good. I, I think if we great. Were, I do. I prefer great, great, but it's good. So, <laughs> if we were smoking the the core line, mm-hmm. the original seven twenty four with this Woodford, it would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because that original 724 has that a little bit more body than this cigar does, mm-hmm. and it would align perfectly with the Woodford. Mm-hmm. This one, it's just a tad bit off balance as far as the exact pairing. Right. This one's a, a little bit lighter, more complex, mm-hmm. and if you're smoking this cigar on its own, it's fantastic. Drinking that mm-hmm. Woodford on its own, it's fantastic. Maybe a little bit of ice, depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. Maybe a drop of water. That's your thing. You got to do it. With both of these, mm, it's good, but it could be better. Yes. this, I, And I guess that's what I'm trying to... Like, I'm still in... As I drink, take the cigar, I'm still enjoying the cigar. Absolutely. Go back to the drink after I've had a draw on the cigar. Still enjoying the drink. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going... You know... I'm not looking for. I'm not. I'm not like. Wow, this is together. This is awesome. They're two great things that work all right together, but they're not like lockstep. Right. I I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Do you, do, what's your opinion, Dave? Mm-hmm. Am, am I nuts? No, I concur. You concur. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. 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 Can you say yeah. something other than great? And I did. I said I concur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's transcendent. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Paul. There we go. Can't wait for you to be back, Paul, on Monday. It's going to be good. Mm. And um, 
Tequila Talia may or may not be with us. She may. Uh, let me. Let me. Um. She. She's going. She's going to try. She's going to try. She's going to try. She's. She. She was. She's going to be traveling that day. She may or may not make it back in time. Um. But Dave, let me. Let me ask you a question. Ow. If I. If I was able to give you a picture mm. of Talia. Yes. Could we animate it so it looked like she was talking? Oh. Not wait. Not enough time. But what you got? A, you got a whole weekend. I mean, could I make a filter, a Talia filter? No, no. I mean, could you just, you know, like, do something where the mouth went up and down or something? I, I, I honestly have to start it from scratch and figure out how to do it. So, mm. I mean, I probably could, but again, I don't know how much time it would take me to learn how. We might have to. We might have to have a backup there. You know, I could make a Talia filter, so someone could like look like you know, look like Talia. Look like yes. Talia. That I could do. All right. Well, maybe we'll we'll work out something, people. If she can't be here, um, I we am excited. Her in. She's well. That was that was an option too, but she might be driving, in which case skyping would not really work. Oh, she be, couldn't you know. say exactly where she was going to be. Yeah, but, but we have the we we have the drinks anyway that she was going to bring. Monkey Forty Seven Gin. Mm. Yeah. So we we've got that set for Monday. And uh, that'll be mm -hmm. interesting. Paul, who's very excited about it, and Dave, who is not looking forward to it <laughs> at all. Should be a very good show. Monday, 8 o'clock. Monkeying Around with Talia. Nice title. It's a nice title. Mm -hmm. Very nice I'm title. I'm hoping it pulls her on. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. Come on, family. Let's get home so I can be on Not Just Blowing Smoke. Yay. We shall see. No, probably not. But um, what's the final verdict here on uh, the... Torpedo, Hustler. It's fantastic. Fantastic, Dave. Yep, it's excellent. It's creamy. It's easy to smoke. Mm. Um, the Torpedo, again, is one of my favorite uh, Vitolas for this for this line. Mm. It's excellent. I love it. I can Great job, Kirk. It's uh, the, the burn is phenomenal. Great white ash on this. It's haven't had to ash. touch it up. Haven't had to relight it. The draw is... You know, a nice, good, firm draw, mm -hmm. not tight. No, just a you know a, a little bit of f uh, firmness to it, which I like. And um, the flavors have just been spectacular going down the cigar, Very one true. end or the other. You think it's great? I think it's fantastic. The complexity. That's another word there. That's good. That's we're up to four now. Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to improve my vocabulary. Mm -hmm. You're doing good. So in just a few minutes too. That's I'm proud of you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, sure. Um, the complexity, the burn, the construction, mm -hmm. the draw, the taste, everything is on par mm -hmm. with what you would get from Kirk Kendall. Um, the drink itself, really good together. It is a good pairing. It's a good pairing. It yeah. is definitely a good pairing. Um, and yeah, mm. take it to the house, man. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break, about three minutes and 30 seconds, and we'll be back. And when we're back, we're going to be looking at GLP's Barbary Coast, which the Twins Pipe Club voted their Tobacco of the Year. Mm. And we'll explain how that happened. I mean, All right, there we go. We're back. Nice to see everybody. Thanks for hanging in there. And uh, now we are 
smoking this Barbary Coast by GLPs. Let me read uh, what is on the tin here to you. The finest cube cut burley, chosen for its deep nutty flavors, forms a robust foundation for this sophisticated blend. Rich red Virginia tobaccos are added for their subtle sweetness and complexity, while the unique spice of Perique provides added dimension. A delicate kiss of brandy polishes the blend to a perfect finish. (coughs) (coughs) (laughs) Barbary Coast is delightfully satisfying with hints of black walnut, dark chocolate, and dried fruits. The perfect all-day smoke. Uh, It is manufactured by Cornell and Deal for Gregory Pease. It's a uh, Burley blend, uh, Burley, Perique, Virginia. A little bit of brandy on there, and it is a cube cut. Um, If you go to um, tobaccoreviews.com, it says that it's a ribbon uh, cut. Would you say that's a ribbon cut? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, I completely disagree. Okay. Would you say that's a ribbon cut? (laughs) Nope. 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 It's cube cut. Okay. Then it's cube cut. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no ribbons in there. New, sorry. There's no I, ribbons I, in there. I don't, I don't know what I'm looking at. Apparently not. He just oh, doesn't know. Oh my goodness. I don't know. My goodness gracious me. Well, there you go. Um, so let me tell you how this happened. How did Barbary Coast, uh, which is a tobacco that's been out for twenty something years, end up being the uh, pipe club at Twin Smoke Shop? favorite tobacco well uh back uh a few months ago we did a blind taste challenge and it was done in the form of a bracketed tournament between 16 different tobaccos we had four virginias uh orlick golden sliced uh cornell and deals opening night peter stokeby's luxury twist flake and savinelli juno for virginias um Savinelli uh Janus, uh GLP's Haddo's Delight, uh Cornell and Deal's Chenet's Cake, and um Seattle Pipe Club's Deception Pass for Virginia Perique blends. And we also had four English, uh Samuel Gawith Commonwealth Mixture, Plum Pudding Special Reserve oh. by Seattle Pipe Club. Um, we had Cornell and Deal's Engine 99 and GLP's Spark Plug all going against each other. And then four Burleys, uh, one of which was Barbary Coast by GLP's, then Savinelli Jupiter, McBaron Navy Flake, and Cornell and Deal's Haunted Bookshop. Mm-hmm. And all of those blends were smoked blind. And that blind. means that... Uh, I took the tobaccos and they were put into numbered bags and handed out for people to smoke at Pipe Club and they had to give them a rating based on how it looked and felt, what was the, uh, you know, uh, note and feel of the tobacco before it was lit, um, what were the tastes and smells, how would you rate the aroma and taste of the tobacco, and then third... um, how did it perform? Did it burn well? Did you have to keep relighting it? You know, uh, was it too dry for you, for your taste or whatnot? So every one of these things got ratings. And uh, when and um, 
it was done in elimination kind of style. And um, so Orlick Golden Sliced ended up being the top Virginia. Um, Savinelli Janice ended up being the top Virginia Perique. Um, Samuel Gawith's Commonwealth ended up being the top English. And Barbary Coast was the top um, Burley. And when it came down to those four, and they were all smoked together on one day, the big winner was Barbary Coast. Mm. It's a great, great smoke. Yummy. And um, so we have, you know, Twins Pipe Club meets every month, the second Saturday of the month, at the Londonderry location uh, from 12 to 4 p.m. And um, there can be as many as 20, 25 people there. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a big event. And um, we're loving the, the uh, pipe business that's growing at Twins. And, it, you know, you have to understand, I mean, there are people there who really loved, you know, the, the English or, the, or the, the Virginia, the Vapors. But, you know, when it came down to smoking blind and just which tobacco, not really knowing what it was, ended up doing the best. In, in the end, uh, Barbary Coast came out on top, which... I was very pleased with because it's been one of my favorite tobaccos since it came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I was surprised. I was surprised that um, it wasn't... Uh, I, I was surprised that Plum Pudding Special Reserve ended up falling to Commonwealth. That's crazy. It was I could not believe it. That's crazy. Could not Plum believe Plum Pudding it. Special Reserve is such a special, special tobacco. Yeah, that's a great, great tobacco. Oh, yeah. And um, I was surprised, too, that Janice got the top spot for um, Virginia Preak blends. I, I, I personally like Haddo's Delight, Chenet's Cake, and Deception Pass all better than, than um, uh, Janice. Mm -hmm. But when it was smoked blind, and that was one of the really interesting things about the whole thing. When you take away oh, yeah. the, the, branding, the branding, the name, and the... the name, and you take away all of that, you're left with just tobacco and how it looks. And so all of this stuff was smoked on its own merit. And all of these, you know, eliminations that went on, you know, it was a 16 bracketed event. There were 15 rounds of smoking that went on over several months to get this done. It was like almost a year, actually, because of COVID it, it took, and all that. Yeah, yeah. It, took, it took a while to do. Um, uh, you know, when it came down to... And nobody knew what anything was the entire time until the winner was picked. And then uh, I shared with them what I just shared with you. That's amazing. So we're continuing to have the 724 Barrel Select Woodford Reserve with this. Uh, now, Dave... How are you liking the Woodford Reserve with uh, the Barbary Coast? Well, first off, the Barbary Coast is amazing. It's got some uh, sweetness to it. Um, the retro hail is absolutely wonderful. Mm. And the Woodford Reserve, I think, is responsible for the sweetness. Mm. Mm. But it's definitely a complimentary pairing. Mm. I would agree. Retro hail is very creamy. Mm -hmm. I can totally understood why this uh, why this one. It's a fantastic smoke. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's fantastic. When you um, when you open the tin, 
and you smell what's in here. You know, I get, you know, blueberries. Mm-hmm. It's like this light, and it's not like not like in a syrupy kind of way, mm. but there's this like sweet this, and it's probably it, it has to be from the brandy. You, you 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 get what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, it's light. It's yeah. not syrupy. Yeah. It's not syrupy. It's like yeah, a natural it's blueberry. Mint, mint. Use your words, Dave. This is a this is a podcast. The talk yep. show. I get like blueberry and maybe some cashew. Mm-hmm. Some cashew. Oh, you put you. <laughs> So the cashews in in the can now this time, mm. all right. And um, I get um, notes of cocoa. I get earth, mm. that piquant spice in the retrohale. Oh yeah, um, so smooth, rich and creamy. Yeah, it's the, like this really thick, oily kind of finish. Yeah, kind of stays on your palate for a yeah. little while. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and with the with the bourbon. I definitely have to go and concur with uh, with Dave. The bourbon is giving it more of a sweeter depth, and the spice in there is just really nice. It's bringing everything alive in that tobacco. Does anybody smell popcorn butter? No. Popcorn butter. I do not. I'm smelling like popcorn butter. In the, in like the, the aroma? The room, the room yeah. note? Yeah. Probably. Mm. I do not smell it, but yeah, I don't know. That isn't the the word I'd use, but I I I can't think of anything else. So I don't have anything really to say. It's yeah. I'm I think so it con- might be a confusion between the room note and the the confusion the confusion <laughs> between the the room note and the bourbon. Mm. But that's what I, my brain is telling me. Popcorn I don't butter. smell. You know, some pipe tobaccos, and it's definitely true with the cigars, too. Some cigars, the, the aroma is very overt, mm-hmm. and it's very much a part of the the overall experience of smoking right. the cigar. Same with pipe tobacco. Um, and there are some pipe tobaccos where the uh, aroma and room note is a big part of the enjoyment of, of smoking. It's very obvious. Yeah. When I'm smoking Barbary Coast... I don't smell much, mm-hmm. and this is, I guess, what I'm trying to, to explain. I, it's, I'm more lost in the taste than the smell. Yeah. Mm. And it's just so rich, and there's almost like this rich, sweet, raisiny finish. Yeah. On your tongue. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's it just, just so stays good. there. It's a long finish. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Very the complex. The, mm. the complex. Datish. Yeah. the complexity of the tobacco is just it's really nice Mm. it's really nice yeah i think i think this pairing is better than the cigar i agree nothing against kurt no no it had i think it it was something it was a little too much for the cigar Mm -hmm. but it was still a good pairing Mm. Mm -hmm. very true well this is another thing once we go back to monday's we're going to have more access to the ladies at the bar. Yeah. And that'd so be nice too. It won't be just, you know, the ladies night takeover episode where you see, you know, them every like three months or something like that. Mm. It'll be on a more regular basis. And I'm really happy for that because we need, we need them and their experience to help, uh, bring some variety to, uh, the drinks that we have on the show. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed having, you know, 
even simple cocktails. I'm not talking about having to make like a. Yeah, uh, I miss those days uh, when we had like you know a cocktail. Mm-hmm. You know, like the you know, the uh, um, penicillin. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! Right, that was oh, good. That was that good. Was one. Awesome. Yep. Yep. That was nice. I believe you drank the whole thing, and immediately just raised your hand and said, "Go get me another." Yep. And yes. then we all had yes. another. And then awesome. we all had another. And then we went upstairs and had more after the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was a great that show. Was, that was that was an amazing time. Mm, back in the old audio days. Mm-hmm. Oh god, yeah. Yep. Mm. No receiving room. Yep. Do you guys have plans for the uh, fourth? Mm. I'm going to finish work and go home and watch <laughs> Independence Day one and two. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good Fourth of July right there. Yep. Oh, and also, me and Heather are going to smoke a, a couple of Lanceros that we've had marinating in a bottle for the past month. That's interesting too. Um, I forget what it was. It's in the it's in the room over there. Angels envy. Angels envy. Thank you. Angels. Angels envy. envy. Yes, the envy yeah. of angels. Cigars. Heather, yes, a couple of Lanceros are in the Angels envy bottle. That's going to be, we're going to find out what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. It will be. Excellent. What about you, Nick? Do you have, do you have plans? Well, yes. The fourth, you're going to be away somewhere. I will be. I will be in Puerto Rico you're with my wife. Rico. Shining star. And. Oh, that's so sweet, yeah, Nick. I will be. Uh, she's down there right now. She's mm-hmm. been down there for the past week with her mother and father. Mm-hmm. And she's enjoying uh, the beach. In, and you uh, didn't have a single party at your house? No, I did not. Wow. But she's down there for the whole month oh. of July. But she's watching the cameras. She is, yes. She <laughs> and I think she's. You can't get away you with just, crap. You gotta she's, do this. You just go up to the cam, you know, the camera. You take a picture. Just loop it. You take a picture and then you print it out and then you put it in front of the camera. Yeah. So, so when it, so, so when I come back, camera sees the picture. Nick, oh yeah. Nick, what's wrong with like, Zeus? He hasn't moved in eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. He's sleeping. He's sleeping. He's fine. Um. Yeah, we can, we can do like uh. You know, why is the sun still out? <laughs> why yeah, why is it? Uh, uh, we actually live in Alaska, honey. Um, but yeah, so she's down there. I will be going um tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and uh, I will be enjoying the fourth with my wife and friends and family down there. On the beach in Puerto Rico, sipping a pina colada or a gasolina or whatever gasolina. I can get my hands on. So, yes. Usually I finish off about two handles of whiskey uh, when I'm down there for 10 days. So, Two handles of whiskey or two handles of rum? rum? Well, the rum, usually it's a regular bottle of rum, but my go-to down there is... You going to bring any back this time, too? Well, I was thinking that. We, yeah. Me and Danny were talking yeah. about that earlier. So remember last time. To uh, maybe have a special guest of alcohol on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, special guest of alcohol. Of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, usually I do. You know, I dabble in the whiskey. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go to the Bacardi factory and we do the tours like we've been doing for the last 15 years. And it never gets old for me. Why, how, why does it never get old? To because tour the factory again and again and again and again. And again. This is where we make. Well, the, it, it, with the, the crazy. The yeah, this is where we make the rum. This, this is, is where the coconut topping is that we pour into the rum. I just love. I love the history of it. I love being there. And then every time I go back, even though I've been going for the last fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Every time I go back, there's something a little different about the tour. They add something, or 
they change the bar or they change the patio. There's something different about the gift shop. Um, the last wear masks. Uh, yeah, well, you actually don't have to. Anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. um, the last two years or three years, because last year we didn't go. So the last technically three years that I went, or the last two times, they allowed you to bottle your own family reserve. So they have the 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 barrel in the gift shop, and mm -hmm. they allow you to um, pour it in the bottle, then cork it, then uh, you put your the wax on it. You dip the bottle in a certain way, and everything mm -hmm. there, you know, their way. Then you get um, a certificate, and you stamp it, and then they mark the bottle. It's not everything is numbered, mm -hmm. and it goes in a book for their records. And you can get it engraved or not. I usually get mine engraved. It's always an awesome process when you're there. Mm -hmm. so um, cool. Yeah, it that is. It's very cool. It's yeah. very great. Um, and it's always something different. So mm. I'm very excited, uh, looking forward to going to the Bacardi factory and seeing, you know, what else is new. Uh, the last time we were there, the person, the supervisor for the tours became the brand ambassador for Bacardi. Mm. So he was there and he actually brought us to uh, the VIP room where they have all the meetings and mm -hmm. everything and uh, tastings and stuff like that with the board of, uh, board of uh, um, uh, executives and stuff like that. So every time we go, there's always something new. There's always a change. There's always something. So I'm very excited. I love going there. It's mm. such a great experience. I know I haven't been to any of the distilleries around here in new hampshire which you can throw a rock in any direction right. and hit one um but every time we go down there it's always a great experience i love it good good there you go yeah um excellent so we've already talked about how we're switching back to monday mm -hmm. starting this monday the fifth we'll be on again we'll be doing the uh 724 wk toro and uh sam gawith uh Best Brown Tobacco. Hopefully, we're going to have Tequila Talia with us. Um, if not, uh, we've already she's already shared information with me about the Monkey Forty Seven Gin we're going to be uh, drinking, and um, so I'm looking forward to that. But uh, there's also stuff going on at Twins. Yes. And like we've already hinted at, it's seven twenty four month. Do you think you can talk about what seven twenty four month means? Uh, it means it's going to be a big party on the 24th of July. Yes. Mm. Big party. So party. we have right now, all the way up until the 24th, we have a raffle. And the raffle is worth $5,000. Mm -hmm. We have three bottles of alcohol. We have yes. Corazon Tequila. Mm -hmm. We have 724 Single Barrel Jack. Yep. Um, and we have Forrester's, uh, I forgot the number, 1792. No, no, uh, that no, that's it's, for, it's Forrester's um, um old Forrester's cast strength, cast strength seven twenty four. Yeah, um, we have three bottles of alcohol. We have three boxes of cigars, mm -hmm. and we have a special, very special. Dupont solid gold lighter worth three thousand dollars. Thirty five hundred. Oh, thirty five hundred. Sorry, and a beautiful humidor. Mm -hmm. to go along with that a so, cabinet humidor a cabinet yes. humidor yeah uh the whole thing is worth five thousand to enter you have to buy a box of cigars at 724 least. at yep. least a box of 724 cigars you get a ticket mm -hmm. you do two boxes and five tickets five tickets three boxes ten tickets ten tickets please 
and you can get them at mm -hmm. here at Hookset, and you can get it at Londonderry, of course. And um, you can mix and match a set of twenty. Yes, you can. Um, it doesn't or have to 40. be or forty or, or sixty, if you want to do that. Yep. And um, you know, there's plenty of plenty of cigars. You could you could not smoke the same thing. Uh, let's see. Well, wow. how many facings of seven twenty four are there? There's a like That's a bit. Yeah. There's six, six or seven. I think I there's there's, I there's a lot. There's, there's a lot. Let's, yeah, let's not go. There's, there's, there's like there's like a hundred facings. Like a hundred facings. Maybe not that many, but there's a, there's a lot. There's quite a bit. There's probably around thirty. That's a give or take. Yeah. So if you got sixty, you'd have two of each, two of each size. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is. Not, not a lot. I mean, that's going around. Yeah. That's that's a lot of variety. Yeah, it is. To do it. Get yourself 10 tickets to get that humidor, three boxes of 724 cigars of your choice, the Forrester, the Jack Daniels, and the Corazon, and the 18-karat gold DuPont lighter. Now, what's the stone in that, the face? Lapis lazuli. Lapis lazuli, which is absolutely gorgeous, gold, like swirly, kind of cool-looking stone. It looks yeah, like gold a, marble. Yeah, it looks like it's gold. A, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a rare stone, and it's it's a gorgeous, gorgeous thing. And you know, Duponts are all made by hand. Ping. They, yeah, the, it has the ping, and um, I have I have a Dupont. It's not a thirty-five hundred dollar <laughs> Dupont. Twelve hundred dollar Dupont. Know, but. You know, I've had it for 12, 13 years now, and honest, it's it's the most reliable lighter I've ever owned. I totally agree. It's, I have one of my own. It has a great size. Yeah. They have incredible size tanks, um, and they don't depreciate either. Nope. I have two. I have a Gatsby mm -hmm. from the 1960s that mm -hmm. my wife got me for uh, for my birthday before we got married, and it is gold. It's not solid gold. Um right. But then she, for our wedding present, I got uh, a Line Eight, mm. which is really nice because it's not—it's not as big as yours, Danny. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, that's what she said. That's what she said. It's not as big as Danny's. Danny's is is bigger than mine, um, and it's smaller. But the Line Eights were designed that way. It's for you know, just to another size. Even though they discontinued it, there it is. That's his. Ooh, gotta love that ping. Soft Every flame. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I've had I've had that lighter for four years. Stop it! You're making me jealous. Yeah. Get. Mm. <laughs> of course, I when I want to bring a camping. There you go. There ping, you go. Ping. ping ping. And ping, I've ping. had my line eight for four years, and I've had <laughs> I've never had problems with it. All I had to do was change out the flint. That's it. And then my Gatsby one, all I had to, that thing's from the 1960s, and I've mm. never had problems with it. Yeah. Unbelievable quality <laughs> in that thing. And there's one person that there's one person that builds every lighter. Yep. And it's incredible. And uh, you know, I could I could sell this for what I paid for it or more today. It's a good investment. You know, so. When you're buying, when you're buying a Dupont lighter, it's kind of like buying a Rolex watch. Uh, is it going to tell? It's not going to tell the time in any kind of different way that a Timex would. <laughs> it's just made of nicer stuff. Yep. And mm -hmm. that's really that's really what it comes down to. It's man bling. That's what it is. Yep. It's man, man bling. bling. It's man bling. 
Yeah, that is. $3,500 of oh, man bling, and it's a fantastic lighter. Um, so get yourself some 724. Get chances to do that. And that is maybe a good segue into something else that's going on, and that is the 24th Annual Barbecue, Blues mm, Barbecue. Blues Barbecue. September 18th. Smoking Blues Tickets barbecue. are $240. That includes a bag of 20-plus cigars, um there is going to be a grand prize giveaway at the dinner of twenty four thousand dollars twenty four thousand twenty four in times like that dollars in times like that i wish i was a customer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's great that's such like when people come up to the register and i start talking about the blues barbecue and i give them the little pamphlet the little brochure and they see all the you know all the stuff which shout out to Brie because mm-hmm. she made all the pamphlets. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. She um, is wicked talented. And um, when they look at everything, and then I hit them with the "you could win twenty four thousand dollars." Huh? Then they're like, "Well, how much is the ticket?" Tickets two forty. Everybody's a VIP this year. Mm-hmm. Then they're like. Let me check in with the wife first. <laughs> yep. They always, they all say that. If mm-hmm. they don't buy, they always say, I got to check in with the wife. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But it's going to be a great time. And that's yeah. from 11 to 6. There's going to be live entertainment. There's going to be food. Big, huge barbecue, including steak tips. Everything. You know. Yeah. Brisket. Uh, steak tips. Not to mention all the other giveaways pork. and stuff. And I've seen all. some of the stuff that some of the vendors are bringing. And it's mm-hmm. going to be amazing absolutely crazy. crazy there's crazy stuff that's going to be there to yeah. be had it's it's oh, going to yeah. and there's going to be a bunch of cigar you know celebrities there as well yep um it's it's going to be fantastic You're and a lot of people i didn't want to again too not a selling point but to to let them know and it, because they see that a lot of our returning customers are customers that have been you know loyal mm. to us for years mm. you know they see the 240 and they're like, oh, well, last year's ticket or the year before his ticket was, you know, 150 or 130 or something for the regular mm-hmm. ticket. And I ensure them, like, the 240 gets you 20 plus cigars right out the door, which are more yeah, than you what make the your tur- money back with the, with with the, the cigars, cigars itself. And then with the food and the entertainment and the chances to win all these prizes, you're, it's worth way more than the mm-hmm. ticket. And it's so cool because, like, usually everybody wins something at some yeah. point. Yeah, you know, we it's have crazy. tons of raffles. Tons of raffles. The last, the last blues barbecue that we did, Kurt was standing up there for about forty-five minutes, raffling off items yeah. to people, and it was crazy. And it was yeah. like, wow, when, when's he going to get to the grand prize? And something else you can do is if you buy any box of cigars of one of the the twenty-plus. Uh, cigar brands that are sponsoring the event, that will get you another chance at the $24,000. So any box, say, let's talk 724. This mm-hmm. is 724 month. You buy any box of 724 and you have a barbecue ticket, you're automatically going to get a second ticket that will give you another chance to be drawn for the $24,000 winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... There are ways to increase your chances, people. Mm-hmm. This is really, really good. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. The last one we did um, in, uh, was it 2019? Correct. Yeah. Um, 
that was a fun fun time we had um, that was our that was our biggest turnout yep we had 200 people then and tickets are going fast there's only 200 tickets so please not anymore not anymore i mean they we started with 200 but a lot of them are gone yep. okay mm-hmm. yep. so the tickets are going fast ladies and gentlemen please contact hookset or londonderry and get your ticket because they're going to be running out soon yep now do we have a uh did i see we had a uh, meme of the week we, we do, do have a meme of the week fourth of july theme the meme of the week mm-hmm. all right let's see what's going on here what's the meme of the week the nicotine meme of the week margaret thatcher that's not margaret thatcher that's the queen oh that's right yep that's the queen mom did megan just ask are we going out for the fourth of july (laughs) that look says it all right there that's it (laughs) you are not going out for the fourth of july said did megan just ask are we cooking out for the fourth of july cooking out for the fourth of july i couldn't see and that's classic. Yes. Love it. Mm. Love it. Because USA, that's why. Exactamundo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Nothing against anybody that lives in Britain right now, but USA. That's all. We're kind of biased. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, would you rather question? We ready for that? Would you rather? Would you rather? All right, here's the thing. And, uh, Dave, I'll start with you, I Ooh. suppose. Mm. Would you mm. rather go to a 4th of July fireworks show mm-hmm. or have your own fireworks show? That's a great question. That is a great question. Mm. And I would I rather, want to hear that. I would rather go. You would rather go. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be bothered. I just want to sit there and watch and, you know, you know. You know, smoke. you know, you know, you yep. know, you can't enjoy smoke myself when you go to those things. Well, like, which can you? I'm, well, I can't. I'm in the middle of the street, so it's right on my street. That's where I go. I just sit at the end of my street and I can watch fireworks. Yeah. Yep. You don't have to go anywhere. Nope. Just Easy. walk down the street. Just walk down the street. Put up my chair, sit back, mm-hmm. smoke a cigar, a pipe. Yep. Or both. Are you going to do that uh, this summer? I don't think there is any. You don't think there is any? No. Because of the weather or because of COVID or what? I don't know. I just don't think they're, I think uh, what I heard is a lot of towns, you know, postponed it because COVID and now everything's back. So they're kind of like, eh, I know some places have postponed it till August. Really? What? Yep. yep. So I don't know how that works out, celebrating Independence Day in August, but whatever. Mm. Yep. So Nick, what about you? Would you rather go to a fireworks sh- uh, show or have your own fireworks show? Well, I don't know. It depends because I've done both. Mm-hmm. I've I've done both too. I've bought uh, one year. I don't remember the year, but me and my wife went out to Seabrook, mm-hmm. and right yeah. next to the two guys yep. shop, there's Phantom Fireworks. Phantom Fireworks. Phantom fireworks. Yep. And Huge we bought. Store. We emptied out one of our bank accounts to buy fireworks. I think we spent like $1,500 on fireworks, <laughs> and I had my truck at the time, and we put everything in the back, and it filled up an eight-foot bed of an F-350. 
Wow. And we lit off everything we had that night, and it was absolutely insane. So insane, the fire department came to try to shut us down. And we were all out at the time. We were completely done. Mm -hmm. It went on for, we, we lined everything up in our driveway, and we have a long driveway. Mm -hmm. And we lined everything up in the driveway, and we tied everything off together. Mm -hmm. So all you had to do is lit, light one fuse, yeah. and it would just go off one at a time. Mm -hmm. And we did that, and it was our my driveways about as long as our parking lot in, in, okay. in Londonderry. Mm -hmm. So we lined up every just was like firecrackers, mortars. The, the whole thing, the whole thing lasted about minutes. Yeah, with one lighting. Yep, and we just had to light it. We all it took us. Well, Dick, I didn't touch anything. It was law. My wife's uncle, two uncles. <laughs> why? Why and, do I have no problem believing? And you and didn't touch it. I didn't touch any of that. <laughs> <laughs> the house would have lit on keep fire. Keep away. Yeah, we'll I do didn't. This. I did didn't. To the adult. I did not touch anything. <laughs> and uh, it it took a little while to set up, and they and it went off, and mm -hmm. it was absolutely spectacular. We had all our neighbors, which we only have like three neighbors because yeah. we live on a dead end street. Yeah. But uh, we had all our neighbors like watching. They all walked down, and and it was just absolutely fantastic. It was better than anything that was in the area at the time, <laughs> and it was just loud and obnoxious, and it was just absolutely fantastic. Mm. And then because we live two blocks away from the fire department, and it wasn't sanctioned. Mm. They came and shut us down, but when they pulled up with two trucks and police and, you know, the ambulance and in the whole nine yards, and, and it was already done when they got there. So they we, we kind of got a little slap on the wrist from the fire chief, and <laughs> and it wasn't they, – they, they weren't too happy, but they – they couldn't do anything. It was already no, over. No. Oh, yeah. It was already over when they got there. But it was mm -hmm. it was it was fun. So doing it myself was great. But I used to watch. I used when I was a kid. I used to watch the fireworks over at the beach. Yeah. And for me, that was the best thing in the world. Watching fireworks over the beach yeah. is amazing. Is absolutely amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. That so. I would have to do it myself again. Well, not me. I have, again, family members hook up, you know, <laughs> splice wicks and fuses together. And uh, it was doing stuff like that. Was, you know what I mean? Having the family around. We had mm. pretty much everybody in the Lawrence area, everybody in the New Hampshire area um, at the house. Mm. We had like 30, 40 people with a cookout. Mm -hmm. and we lit the fireworks, and it was just amazing. So... I would probably have to do it myself again, even though we spent so much money yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, this is a really tough thing. Yeah. Because on the one hand, you know, when you go out to to a show, especially if you like see, seeing it on the beach or over some body of water. It's really slippery, nice. But you're around tons of people. Yes. And getting out is horrible. Yeah. The traffic is just so bad. Yeah. With all the... Uh, people walking, people bicycling, yeah. people, you know, there's, you know, little kids yeah. breaking away from it. It's like somebody's going to get run over. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, somebody's just going to get hurt. Just, I'm, I'm paranoid of, of how, you know, and, and, and I have one daughter in particular who is, 
you know, has real issues with crowds. Yep. And, so it's tough. Um, so it's tough. On the other, so in that case, you like doing it by by yourself. Yes. But at the same time, those big shows are just so amazing, and no matter what you get at Phantom or wherever other place, they're never that big. Right. You, you got to really not, buy a lot. It's not. To really it's make not it. the same thing. True. It's like no. Oh, yeah. Well, they're you using, know. you know what I mean, for the mortars and the big bangs and stuff like that mm -hmm. that you usually see at um, the, you know, City Fireworks mm -hmm. or Hampton or Salisbury Fireworks. They're hiring, you know, pyrotechnics. They got the fire department on standby. Mm -hmm. They have, you know, the Coast Guard on standby. You know, they're doing crazy explode. They're, they're exploding things. It's yeah. not like... You know, ours was loud and obnoxious, but we spent a, a ton of money, and it right. was there, there was a lot, but it didn't go like, you know, four hundred feet, you know, yeah. a mile into yeah. the air and explode this huge thing. No. You know what I mean? It was going like, you know, a couple, you know, a hundred, two hundred feet, mm -hmm. and it would, you know, it, but you know, when you're dealing with that stuff, that's just on a mm. scale of, that's on another level. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So if I could have a situation like Dave where I could walk down to the end of my street, plop down a chair and watch fireworks and have a really decent view of them, I'd rather do that. Sure. You know, but, um, yeah. And my house, my house is like, uh, you know, 200 years old, 250 years old. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing fireworks in my house. Oh, no, it's, that's uh, like Kindle. Something will go down <laughs> my chimney and blow things up, but that's the last thing. Need. yes so i guess i'd go i guess if i had to if i had to pick and choose I, I guess i'd go where is uh where are they having it are they having it this year in uh haverhill i have not heard that they are that's a shame because yeah. haverhill haverhill usually has a good show haverhill does have a good show i went to a few of a uh, few of them in haverhill they usually have it at the um haverhill stadium yep um and i've went a few times mm -hmm. and they have a really good show that's uh actually rivals or actually for the cities in the area methuen lawrence haverhill haverhill has the best yeah yep and um now my mom lives in a, a apartment complex in, on uh, water street yep and they have a uh, a big uh, uh deck patio on the seventh floor of nice. that building and if you go and you stand out there, you can see the fireworks from there. And several for several years, we did go to my mom's place, go out and watch the fireworks from there. Kind of like Dave, we were, you know, yep, not in the crowd, but we were up enough to see everything, and that was that was a lot of fun. Nice, nice. Yeah. But um, all right, well, what is the final verdict here on Barbary Coast? You think this is worthy of being called a tobacco of the year, oh. or all the people come to Twins just nuts? It's tough. It's real tough because I'm so in love with Plum Pudding Reserve. I know. And why didn't you put any esoterica in there just to kind of mix it up a bit? That that was it. a question that I had for you the mm. whole time, and I never asked it. I wanted I wanted the tobaccos that were being you know rated regular things production. things yeah. that were brand name and regularly available okay and, and popular okay so the whole the whole idea was this is stuff that everybody's buying and that moves off the shelves but if we take away all of the branding and all the packaging so that you're just left with looking at tobacco in a bag yeah you know now what do you think of it 
you know and yeah. and people do people have, i mean one of the f- big reviews for plum pudding special reserve is it's it's pipe smokers nirvana yeah best thing but when it it, it actually came down to um the and, and when we did the the english rounds mm-hmm. the two that got through the first round of that yeah were um uh the sam gawith um commonwealth mixture and plum pudding special reserve Mm -hmm. and when it came down to those two commonwealth beat it handily by the people who were there that's incredible it, it was it wasn't like real it wasn't like super far off yeah but it was a clear winner it wasn't like a squeaky yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a close. Like, it finish. wasn't like somebody won. Wasn't like one won by like two points or three points. Yeah, it wasn't a photo it was, finish. It wasn't a photo finish. That's a great way of putting it. Yep. Um, it was. And I was surprised because plum pudding special reserve is both of those blends are mm, great. Yes. But special reserve has everything but the kitchen sink in it. That's true. You know, yeah. it's got every kind of tobacco there is. And you know it's, it's, it's a aged, very complicated yeah. and aged and you know complex complex mix. Yeah. And Commonwealth mixture is fifty percent Latakia, fifty percent Virginia. <laughs> it's it, it's, it's real simple. simple. It's simple, and, and it, it shouldn't work. <laughs> well, no, it it, 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 it works. It, it works for what it is, but it shouldn't. In in so when you have them side by side and you know what you're looking at, mm-hmm. and you already know the blends, and you already know it. And you're looking at it instead of guessing and trusting mm-hmm. your palate. You should look at them and be like, "Oh, damn! Well, a special reserve. This is going to be a better." Already looking at it and everything because it says mm-hmm. special. Mm-hmm. You're already thinking, "Okay, well, the special reserve is going to mm-hmm. be better." Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it blind, which is like that in cigar world too. Yeah. And uh, I encourage you, Danny, mm-hmm. that we need to probably yeah, maybe yeah, do that you mentioned that before i think that would be a, a fun thing to do on the show um but when you have those two in front of you mm-hmm. and they're naked and you're just looking at the tobacco you know what i mean okay yeah. you have to completely trust your palate you have mm-hmm. to completely concentrate you have to concentrate even more mm-hmm. you have to critique it mm-hmm. and you have to use different pipes because as you've told us in the show before yep. the pipes matter Mm-hmm. The bowls, the size, how narrow, how wide. Mm-hmm. So geometry matters. Yeah, so it, it's it's crazy that plum pudding didn't didn't, it is. Re- didn't it was, win. It was a big shocker. It yeah, was, it was the biggest shock of the whole thing that that did not come out on top. Did came, it came in second? As well, far as as far as the um, uh, you know English went. Yeah, it beat out. It beat out um, Engine Ninety Nine. That's a good one which too. Which is a good one too. And it, and I was and, and Spark Plug. That was our choice for yeah. Tobacco of the Year. Yeah, that's a great, great English tobacco. <sighs> yeah, and it's so and creamy. It beat Spark Plug, you know. But when it came down to it, Commonwealth was the pick. Well, but you know, very very interesting. Nice, nice. Um, I think this is a great. I've been smoking Barbary Coast since it came out 20 years ago wow uh i was surprised but happily surprised that it came out on top um it is a wonderful wonderful tobacco um there's that little bit of brandy in there Mm. and i think it's that that blueberry ish kind of 
tin note, yeah. I think, but you don't taste it at all. No. Like, you don't taste brandy or blueberries or anything like that. No, you, brandy could be, uh, I used to, I, a, a bottle was given to me by a friend of mine and I was drinking it for a while and I had to stop because it was too bitter. Mm. The sweet and bitter taste of that mm -hmm. and that doesn't come out in the Burberry Coast at all. Mm -mm. No, it's very sweet, very dark, very rich. Yes. And um, beautiful, beautiful tobacco. If you haven't tried it, you got to. I almost always have a tin in my bag with me. It's fantastic stuff. Now, uh, next Monday, the 5th, that's our next show, and we'll be on Mondays from this time on. And um, we'll be continuing our celebration of 724 month with the WK Toro. And uh, we will be looking at Sam Gawith's Best Brown, mm. which is a nice Virginia blend. And hopefully Tequila Talia is going to be with us on that episode. Um, she's going to be coming in from being out of town. If she can make it, she will. But um, <coughs> she may or may not be able to make it. <coughs> uh, but anyway, we will be, in either case doing what she had suggested and that was having the monkey 47 gin with both of those things and uh is gin something that goes with cigars and pipe tobacco dave's in confused says no freaking way <laughs> paul says oh yes so it's going to be a very interesting show we'll see we'll see who ends up being more right uh this coming monday thanks for hanging in with us i know we had a lot of technical difficulties tonight uh, but we're grateful that uh, you stuck around and watched, and we will see you Monday, the 5th at 8 o'clock, right here on YouTube and Facebook. Thanks, everybody. Stay smoky, my friends. That's Not Just Blowing Smoke. Mm -hmm. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at notjustblowingsmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Not just blowing smoke.